Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Daily Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Stacey Mitchell. I am so happy to have you here. My goal for this podcast is to break down the latest health topics and help clear the clutter in the messy world of nutrition and fitness. We hope to inspire, educate, and entertain all things wellness. Join us as we talk with experts in their fields on how to feel our best in our own body and mind. Hey there, thank you so much for joining us this week. We are back with our mini series talking about your roadmap to building healthy habits. And today's topic, we're gonna talk about sugar. What does sugar-free mean? and how to find this on the food label. Now with everything, you know that I am passionate about intuitive eating and listening to your body and cues like that, but there are some things that we can do to satisfy our cravings, to decrease the amount of added sugar that we're eating. Um, So like with everything, (laughs) it's all about balance, and everything in moderation. I sound like a broken record when I say that. Everything in moderation, but it is it is really true. So I want to dig in just a little bit, not too much. And I really just want to give you the Cliff Notes version, talking about sugar, sugar-free foods, added sugar, natural versus artificial sweeteners, and everything else, okay? So (laughs) there are many times when we look at a nutrition facts label and it says sugar-free, or it says no added sugar, but what does that really mean? So the term sugar-free can be misleading while products labeled may not contain sucrose or table sugar, they still will include alternative sweeteners. So when we're looking at sugar alcohols, stevia, aspartame, monk fruit. Those are commonly used to replace the sugar in various products. And looking at the label and understanding what is the uh, source of sugar or even the artificial sugar that the product contains. Aspartame, Splenda, those are classified in the artificial sweeteners. The more natural sweeteners are stevia and monk fruit. And with either or, I want you to know, these sugars are not absorbed very well in the body. So with any of them, whether it be Splenda or aspartame or stevia or monk fruit, 
they are going to go, they are going to be ingested and maybe go right out the body. So they will cause maybe upset stomach, bloatiness, gas, and listen to your body. If your body's telling you, if your body has any of those symptoms, well, maybe we need to step back and not consume as much of that. And it's all in a preference. If, if you like a certain product that has a sugar alcohol or sugar substitutes in it, that is fine. Um, I know many of us, like myself, uh, just don't do well with those uh, sugar substitutes in there. And personally, I don't really like the flavor, especially the stevia. If something has stevia in it, I can taste it. The aftertaste just sticks. Now, I will say, personal preference, monk fruit, I've used that in a couple of items, in a couple of recipes before. And that one seems, I seem to do better digesting it as well as not tasting the uh, aftertaste from it as well. I also want to make note, the price of them, whether it's Stevia, Monk Fruit, or Splenda, they cost more than sucrose or table sugar. So sometimes I don't feel like it's necessarily worth it to spend extra money for that personal preference there too. My whole goal here is to get down to the basics, real food nutrition. We want a balance of whole grains, fruits, vegetables, protein sources, fats, dairy products, and really finding what you enjoy and satisfying those cravings. I think that is the biggest thing because so many times we can say, nope, I'm not going to have that chocolate cake. Not going to do it. I will chow on this bag of carrot sticks and celery sticks instead. And that little voice inside your head just keeps saying, you want the chocolate cake, you want the chocolate cake. So what do you end up doing? Then you overeat on the chocolate cake and go bonkers. So again, that moderation in finding that is key. Now, we I want to talk about added sugars. And these could be syrups or sugars that are added to the product during processing and how to identify them in the ingredient list and also the nutrition facts label. Um, I don't know. I feel like recently, it's probably been longer than that, probably within five to 10 years, they have now put under total sugar, how much is added. And that is key in looking for added amounts of sugar. Now, I have a bunch of products here in a grocery bag, and we're going to have some fun as I talk through these products and looking at the Nutrition Facts label. Okay, so my first one here is Trader Joe's Kefir Strawberry Flavor. It's 1% milk fat, and I really enjoy the flavor of kefir. I love having it for a snack or after a meal to kind of just satisfy that sweet tooth. Plus, as we are kind of in maybe flu season, it contains 12 live active cultures in this product, where most yogurts only contain two to three of your live active cultures. Side note, (laughs) um, if you are taking a probiotic supplement, sometimes those supplements, one, they're extremely pricey. Two, we really don't know how effective they are. So again, going back to the real food sources 
of what you need, of your nutrients. And in this case, it is packed with live cultures and probiotics, which I love. Okay, because this one is flavored, I look at the total sugars and we have 18 grams of total sugar. And you may think that's a lot. However, when you look further down, it says includes eight grams of added sugar. It also contains eight grams of protein. We have total carbs at 18. And your total carbs, when you see underneath, fiber and sugars make up total carbs. So in this case, this product also has natural sugars in it too because it is a milk-based product. And we have eight grams of added sugar. So that is about two teaspoons of sugar per serving. Now, I have this once a day. I don't have it 10 times a day. I'm not adding more sugar to my diet by consuming a bunch of it. I am also getting a ton of nutrition packed into this product. And I really enjoy having a glass of kefir after a meal. Okay. So love it. I want to talk about regular milk because natural sugars come from fruits, comes from vegetables. It can be in whole grains. It is also in dairy products. So that's cow's milk and yogurt. And when you look, I have a fat-free milk here. We look at total carbohydrates and underneath it says 12 grams of sugar. People are probably like, oh my gosh, 12 grams of sugar. They're freaking out. (laughs) Hold your horses here. This is, there are no added sugars in here. So the 12 grams is coming from the milk sugar called lactose. So if your body can tolerate, and I love a glass of milk, I'll be honest, um, I'm not worried about it. Just to compare... Um, the amount of natural sugars in dairy products from the skim milk to the kefir, to give you an idea. Okay, let's talk about breads because breads are a fun one too. Last week I mentioned my favorite Aldi bread and I had to go to the store and pick it up again. This one is the flourless sprouted grain bread. Um, And in one slice, sorry for the packaging crinkles, (laughs) in one slice, 80 calories, 14 grams of carbs, and remember, the fiber and the sugar make up the total carbs. So four grams of fiber in one slice. That's amazing. And total sugars, zero. Added sugars, zero. And it also contains five grams of protein. Now, when you would look at the ingredients, we have whole grain barley, millet, lentils, spelt, and garbanzo beans. You might think it will be disgusting, but (laughs) I personally love it. Um, I love it toasted with some butter. And my family is not huge on this type of bread. But the other day, my son did end up eating my over easy egg and toast. And he was like, that is really good. I'm like, yeah. It is. Okay, so this bread has no added sugar. Let's look at another type of bread that my family eats. Um, Just your basic 100% whole wheat bread. 
a lot of bread has added sugar in it. It's just a given. That's how they make it. Um, 12 grams of carbohydrates, one total sugar, one added sugar in here too. So per slice, you're, you're getting a minuscule amount of sugar in here. Um, just FYI, four grams of sugar equals one teaspoon. So just a little bit. Now I want to look at just white hamburger buns. We always have these in our house too. Uh, total sugar, we have two grams. And that is two grams of added sugar in there too. So just a little bit. Um, there is one bread that is, I would say, has this health halo around it. I see a lot of dietitians or people recommend it. I won't say the name, but it's a very hearty kind of that sprouted grain type bread. And I wanted, wanted to try it. So I bought it at Costco. Of course, I bought two loaves. <laughs> I should have just went to another store and bought one loaf. But anyway, I was toasting it up, having it with my eggs. And I'm like, oh, it's good, but it's just too sweet for my liking. And I turned it over and I was really surprised that I had five grams of added sugar in this, in one slice of bread. Again, it's it's not a big deal, but uh, these different amounts of added sugar in here and there, like spaghetti sauces. I have two different kinds of spaghetti sauces here, and I'm just going to look at the total sugars here. Uh, okay, in this one, this is a ge just a generic, traditional pasta sauce store brand. We have seven grams of total sugar and including of that, three grams of added sugar. I want to make note, tomato products, tomatoes, they have natural sugars in them. So they're going to bump up the total sugars in this product. We only have three grams of added sugar in here. And you can see that further down listed. Let's see here. Yeah. On the ingredients listing. But the third ingredient is sugar. However, there's another pasta sauce. This one I got from Costco. This one is the Kirkland brand. And when we look, oh my gosh, there's even two grams of fiber in here. That's pretty cool. When you look at total grams of sugar, six grams, zero added sugar. So yes, this one does have natural sugars from the tomatoes. I also want to point out here ketchup. Any of your sauces, spreads, those usually have added sugars in here. Uh, in this ketchup, this is Heinz Simply Ketchup. So there's no artificial sweeteners in there. This one has total of four grams of sugar and three grams of added sugar. So it's nothing that we have to get too alarmed about, but I do want to make a point that sometimes it gets snuck in here. And if we keep on the balance of sticking to real food and enjoying sugar in moderation, we're good to go. I also want to, want to refer to the American Heart Association. They recommend that, let me get down here, men should consume no more than nine teaspoons of added sugar. And remember, that's added sugar. So that's 36 grams. And for women, um, six teaspoons. So they mark it in towards 25 grams of added sugar per day. Now, you could have a soda. And that would adequate for that amount. Um, 
because 47% of all added sugars in the diet are coming from your beverages. And the next category that's high up there are snacks and sweets, uh, contributing to 31% of added sugars in your diet. So again, when you get down to basics of just having your real food nutrition and focusing on, you know, products that are simple, like eggs or broccoli or apples, you don't have to worry about added sugar. But I will say, satisfy those cravings. If you are craving um, some ice cream after dinner, go ahead and have the real ice cream. We don't have to have sugar-free ice cream that will cause you to go in the bathroom right away. (laughs) When we can satisfy our cravings with real food, even if it is full sugar, fully loaded ice cream or cake or brownies or cookies or whatever that is, we tend to enjoy it more than having those high-priced items that um, have the sugar alcohols in them. I also want to point out the beverages, you know, the the beverages are soft drinks, fruit drinks, sport and energy drinks, and also tea and coffee. I mean, a caramel latte is amazing all the way. Uh, but when we start pulling back and going with real food in our diet, um, you your taste buds might change. And they might, if you have that caramel latte, you might be like, wow, this is really sweet. And sometimes it costs some GI distress too there. If you're getting your caramel latte from Starbucks, you can go in the app or talk to your barista and just say, hey, can I just get two pumps of caramel syrup instead of four pumps or five pumps? You know, you can cut it back in that area as well. So first off, real food nutrition, satisfy those cravings. And if you are curious to know where your sugar is coming from, look back on that label and see where that added sugar is coming from. Added sugar is key. I don't, don't get alarmed about total sugar because like I said, your fruits, your vegetables, your dairy, they all have natural sugars in them. And when we combine them with fats and fiber and protein, when we ingest them within a meal, it helps balance our blood sugars. And in all honesty, we are all capable. Our body knows what to do. And yes, our blood sugar may spike up, but within the two hours, it generally goes back to where it needs to go. So I hope this episode kind of gave you an insight on sugars. I hope to take the stress out of sugar and added sugar to make it not as alarming and restrictive for you. So let me know your questions and I will link some of these products that I enjoy like my bread, the kefir, and the tomato, um, the pasta sauce as well. So be back for next week. We have two more topics to talk about. Uh, meal planning shortcuts, as well as strength training basics to help you jumpstart for this year. Share this episode with a friend and thank you so much for joining us on the Daily Dietitian Podcast.